I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the Anime Analysis Podcast. I am Lance, your host. Um, going by Scared Diamond today. I think that's pretty uh, pretty easy to figure out. Sean, how are you doing? YMCA. I like it. I don't know. All right, R.I.P. <laughs> uh, he his soul has been taken so many times. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. I, I don't know how he's a human being anymore. Uh, Shout out to James Vick. Uh, he has he's given us so much. Yep. So much when it comes to money, when it comes to just joy watching him get flatlined in, in all different kinds of ways. The, the muse for our boy Beast Mode on those Beast Mode. Uh, awesome so videos. videos. Oh. Yeah. I, I can only think of one person uh, that's made me more money than James Vick, which is on the flip side, my man Dubronx. I can't think of the amount of money that I've made on James Vick. It, it, every fight, you just know he's going to get knocked out. Like he, he he got these inflated lines, and we were just talking pre-show. James Vick was favored over Justin Gaethje, what, like three years ago? <laughs> After Gaethje lost to Poirier and Human punching bag. Alvarez. <laughs> Alvarez. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. That's, like, a, that's a tough one. One of the greatest lines in MMA over the past few years is James Vick literally calling somebody a punching bag and then getting his shit pushed in and the guy's doing backflips over top of your dead body. Like well, it was it was the same shit. Well that was around the same time as before he fought Gaethje. He was like, Everyone in the top ten ducking me, didn't want none of this. Me and my boy bro hugs. He licked my butthole. And like we, we do this podcast. I gamble. Oh, like, yeah. He's the most hated dude I can the think worst. of. And like the worst. And we were Did, talking too. It's like, you know, the whole thing with James Irvin, you know, rape fan and all that. But Lloyd, bro, Lloyd Irvin. Jane, yeah. James James Irvin. <laughs> James, James Irvin. He's not that bad. Probably you know what I mean? rape too, but not that. Um, but one of the main reasons we also hated James Vick was A, James Vick, B, bro hugs. Yeah. What was 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 uh James Vick the inspiration for Tall Guy Defense? Was that the was he the inspiration for that? I, I don't know. I don't it know might have been, but I feel like I've been saying it for a long it, time. It seems like he was a whole thriller for it. Might be a yeah. step step through thing too. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Pro- probably right there. He just like brought it to the next level cuz oh. it was he embodied Tall Guy Defense. That's what it was. He yeah. is so unlikable that I enjoyed Dan Hooker knocking him out. Mm-hmm. And I hate Dan Hooker. That guy's awful. But shout out Dan Hooker. The recent interview. That was tremendous. Like I yeah, actually I, I like the I dude. Like that, yeah, I, I actually he's he's not he's not horrible. He, I, I well, like the dude. If you guys if, if you guys didn't hear what he said, I know you guys in the show did. Um he basically said I was gonna retire after the fight, but then I realized because I suck, but they also realized I suck at everything else. <laughs> like he's, he's at least five percent Jewish. I was gonna say he's like a closet that. Jew. Definitely got, a closet Jew. He, yeah, he's he's honorary. He likes some matzo balls and some lakas uh, with a comment like that. Uh, Wes, you refuse to change your name on the on the stream yard. We're lots of episodes in. I oh, know. 
I never think about it. I mean, Brad makes up some of the best shit you could ever imagine. I don't you want to. You know, people... we do this every week, Wes. So I, I just, I don't. A bit of time. I never want to, I never want to take away from the shine of like the, just the masterful shit that Brad comes up with week after week. Oh, you just got to make up terrible shit. That's what, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make fun. I'm of not me clever. We, we like, bask I'm... in the glory of, of Brad's name. I'm just not clever. I'm not clever <laughs> enough. Fair it's got to be spur of the moment. I struggled with one this week. I struggled with it because usually like I click on the card and I try and come up with a stupid nickname and plug that in. Man. But <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it's Man. a shitty card. This yeah, week. well, I usually – I don't even think about it. Like I usually get down here – like cause I go downstairs to record this. And I usually like get down here like five till we start. And then I'm like, oh, I need a name. And I'll like, pull up the fight card. I'm like, uh. And then this week I was ready to go with the scared diamond. Um Dustin Poirier, talk about a guy who has went from we loved a couple days ago, man, two days ago. Let's do it, man. Come on, come maybe on. not loved. We we liked a few days ago. He's saying we, we don't hate him. Hated. We hate Dustin Poirier. <laughs> this is an anti-Dustin Poirier podcast. James Vick, Dustin Poirier, James Vick, Nate Diaz. Dustin Poirier. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Oh, sorry, we're like come a fucking hater. It's not fighter. it's not his it's not his fault. It's not it his is. fault. When Poirier tweeted third times whatever rematch trilogy, dead to me. He's not allowed to fight for the belt. He can fight Nate Diaz, he can fight Conor McGregor. That's great. It's not like Dustin Poirier could be competitive with our boy. That's not a competitive <laughs> fight. Like how does he win that fight? How does that's the that's the easiest fight, you know, possible? Like it was an easier fight for New Bronx than Dustin Poirier in the top five. Think about it. What's easier? Connor. <laughs> is Connor in the top five? Did he move up in the rankings? After losing? Well, well, yeah, well, that's that's very true. Very let's true. look at the real competitors, right? In the 155 pound division, you got Poirier, Gaethje, college wrestler, right? Like, if Dubronx has to stand with Gaethje, I will be shitting, you know, just everywhere, just, just kind of all over the place. But decent wrestler. Chandler, decent wrestler, dangerous in round one, hard to take down, uh, especially early. Those are tough matchups. Poirier, I'd give myself a chance to take Dustin down. I think I, I think I could get him down, <laughs> take him for a ride, uh, you know, get him down pretty easy. Uh, it's an easy matchup for Brew Bronx. So, you know, it's good to be scared. It's good to admit your fears. It's good to be you know, a smart businessman. But <laughs> Fourier knows what the end of the road is, and that's fucking Dew Bronx. He doesn't want to go down that road. I can't blame it. The funny thing is, like, I've been on the Dew Bronx train when everyone called him a quitter, and he, he had the very traumatic esophagus injury, which thank I God he almost crushed. Almost crushed. For that often, often, thank, thank the big man for that recovery there. Um, <laughs> but – I kind of it's it's funny how he's gone from laughing stock he's a quitter to at this point maybe Everyone. the most feared fighter in the UFC <laughs> from fans from from fighters everyone no one wants a piece of this guy and then they're you they're trying the, to give chance like, Twitter everybody's asking to fight for him to fight Poirier and no one wants it to that's and everybody then, that's what and, everybody's saying and that's what that's the how dumb the UFC is like the the community so at, at large wants that fight they all recognize Doe Bronx as like the legitimate dude to get a title shot and it's a great fight like it's yeah. it's not a it's not a bad fight either that's a great fight Doe Bronx against anybody up there is a great fight he just makes them all great they're scared 
They really yeah. are. I, I I think they're they're dodging this motherfucker. He's they, a problem. Well, He's a I fucking problem. On the UFC side too, and you know, entertain like us non-fight fans, right? Not a least mark like for he doesn't speak English. You know, he's not very well known. Yeah, they don't want that. it. They don't but, want it. But but look at it this way too. He has like a ninety eight percent finish rate. <laughs> like this dude is just great. And I think the UFC needs some Brazilian champions again, right? Like we've kind of lost that. They all sold. They yeah. all sold. Like even Anderson and shit at the beginning. Like he yeah. they didn't all he didn't speak English and shit. Those motherfuckers <laughs> weren't speaking English and they sold. Dubronx has the most submission finishes of all time, and I think he's now second most finishes of all time or tied in first or something like that. And you can market that guy if you choose to, or you can be like, hey, Dubronx, take this fight on eight days notice versus Chandler. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's that way. was a that was an absolute fucking joke, like Ooh. an a- absolute joke. Who's doing that? Like in his position, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll fight fucking Michael Chandler on eight days. Fuck that. That is so fucking dumb, man. And the thing I hate about this whole thing is how easy is this setup of how to like, – I think if you asked 100 fans, I think 99 of those 100 fans do mm. the following. Dustin Poirier, Dubronx, Belt, Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler, number one contender fight we on got the same card. Yeah, and we then, got this a few do, days ago. Do whatever the fuck you want with Conor McGregor. If Nate was no, I, I even have 70, a plan for him, Lance. Dan I, I have a plan for him that I said on the podcast. <laughs> he fights Nate uh, the third time. And then the winner of that fight fights uh, a fight between RDA and Ferguson. And then the winner of that title shot. Brad went no. even, he went all the way down to like yeah. the top eight guys. Well, and it's easy. Well, well yeah. I think Connor's going to stay at 155 no matter what. I, I think he's, his goal, I think he's embarrassed now. I actually think Connor might come back okay. Um, I think he's embarrassed by his performance and what happened. He's good in that fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Learn how to fucking check a kick and we we talked. Yeah, we talked about it. Like he had Dustin hurt. I mean, yeah. yep. Yep. So I don't think Connor's going to fight Nate next because Nate doesn't want to fight fight one fifty five, and I don't think Connor has any interest in going back to one seventy. I think he wants to get that strap at one fifty five and get a rematch with Dustin. Whatever. I'm making Connor McGregor versus Tony Ferguson. Ferguson's washed as shit. He he looks like a seventy two year old man, but he's still got that name. He's still he's still up there. You could easily make that a main event, Tony Ferguson versus Connor. And I think Tony would make Connor look back. And then you can set up a big fight with Connor and Dustin, whatever. But Tony's what so watch. What if Tony literally though just straight double legs him though and he won't for Tony. He'll, he'll mean, try like a cartwheel kick instead. Probably he but what leg if, lock him. But what Connor if, lost by leg lock early in his career. Yeah, what if Tony does do that? Like the UFC can't have Ferguson like fucking up McGregor like that. Well, there's a better chance that Poirier retires McGregor. If they if they, I, if they that fight fight's again, happening. That fight's happening. If Connor if Connor wants it. That fight's gonna happen, and I think he I wants know. it because you're right. I think he's embarrassed by that. He's still usually Connor disappears after yeah. fights, win or he's loss. Pissed. He's he's talking like he's in the, you know. Well, and maybe it's true, maybe it's not. But I think in Connor's mind, he blew that fight. He thought he was the better man on that night. He was the better fighter, and he beats Dustin nine out of a hundred times. Maybe he's right. Connor didn't think about the leg kicks. He didn't check the leg kicks. He didn't go to do his game plan. Like he didn't do any of that. Funny enough. If Connor wanted, you know, you know, the easiest way for Connor to beat Dustin Poirier, take him down. There's nobody worse. (laughs) (laughs) Dustin Poirier is the worst grappler in the UFC. We've seen like the Max fight, and like Connor, you know, he trains and he's a hard worker. Like anyone could, you could train wrestling 15 minutes and be a better wrestler than Dustin Poirier. Uh, There is 
Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think I, Connor lost because he gassed out. I think his leg fucking hurt and he yeah. quit. I'm I'm yeah, those it wasn't just, aren't, aren't gonna help. We when we talked when we did a, the review show, like I, I think Sean's right there too. He's too way too bulky. The guy needs to out. he needs to lean out a little bit. And it wasn't just a leg kick in that fight. He got caught. Like he got he countered. Dustin caught him with that counter at the end of the first round, and that same punch and setup finished him in the second round. Like yeah. Dustin got him in that fight. But yeah. I think you're right. Connor's embarrassed. I don't think that ha- – I would favor Connor in a rematch, honestly. Same. I and think if that does happen, we would get a good line on Connor. Yeah, I think it's going to be a whole lot line. closer to even and shit. You're gonna, it's going to be a whole lot closer. I saw and, um, a minus 140 McGregor plus 120 uh, Poirier that somebody put out down. there. Yeah, it's probably come down because it's the hype's all on. I, I would have to bet Connor pretty good in that fight. Yeah. I still favor him. And I think that fight's gonna happen. Connor wants it and Connor gets what he wants. I don't I don't, I don't think it is. I, I really don't. I, I just I don't I don't see it happening next. I, I see them needing it Connor gets a win, it's it's a bigger fight. But then the flip side, you waste that, right? West, Dubrock comes Westgate, in. Yeah, Westgate one ten each way. There you go. I'm I'm betting Connor. If it happens, I'm I'm taking him again. I don't I want that to happen. I, have, I, I just so hope little. that that Poirier doesn't calf kick him again so hard that he gives him a concussion. Because man, <laughs> those those calf kicks, the head trauma from. Or them. or can we get Connor to get a coach that's going to tell him, "Hey, dude, watch out for the the calf kick." This, you know, you yeah, think hey, the the greatest coach in him. scouting. I mean, his guy's retired now. He's retired. He's got time. He's got time for those fucking skits. And the man knows how to throw and uh, teach a guy to to catch a leg kick. Yeah. Yeah. He can probably teach Connor some sweet arm bars and stuff, too. Just hold those guys there until the cops come. I'm still at the point where I'm going to be super angry until any of this happens. Um, I'm going to try to remain positive. It seems like we're going to get the Connor fight somewhat soon which is better than once a year which makes things good for the lightweight division. either he's gonna be fighting or it's gonna be another big fight and then we get a really good yeah. fight i mean for if it's a, a title something good if, it's, if, it's Con- if they do connor versus poirier and co-main gaethje versus dubronx i'm not gonna be depressed i mean angry because the best fighter in the division is not fighting in the main event for the belt but I would be and do okay. it soon. Like if they do it and like if Connor's talking May and Poirier saying today, I'm down with May. If they do that in May and then winners fight for that belt, like in a few yeah. months after that or at the end yeah. of the year, November, I'm I'm cool with that. But I'm with Lance. I'm gonna be pretty aggravated. And I know I'm gonna be aggravated because well, yep, I don't think he's getting it. I, I just don't Here's, think he's getting he's it. He's gonna end up fighting the winner of Benil Dariush. Well, here's the one thing: it, the reason I don't think it'll happen, or maybe it will, because UFC doesn't really matter, and there's not a real sport or any of this. But no. are we gonna give Dustin? Por- if Dustin Poirier fights Connor, he's gonna want the belt on the line, right? With Khabib gone, everything else, we really gonna give Connor a shot at the title when he hasn't won in like five years? Like, is that Hell what we're going to yeah. do? Yeah. Yep. Are we going to do that? Because if Dustin wants to fight Connor, great. Justin Gaethje versus Dubronx for the strap. I, would, I wouldn't I would be a little tiny bit mad. I'd be completely cool with that. that. Dustin, though. you have a choice. You fight Jeez. Connor for a money fight or you get submitted by Dubronx. I don't blame Poirier. <laughs> Connor, Connor gets what he wants, man. He is the show. He is yeah. the UFC. What, you know, good or bad, 
Dana I does mean, what the fuck 1. he 6, says. Supposedly, like that's yeah, he's he's the show, the man. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. why he doesn't need to be in the title picture because any yeah, Connor fight's a big fight. You you don't need and to do I that. Think for Connor, I think he wants to. I do feel like he's the kind of guy that would want to earn, you know, a title shot and earn stuff like that. People, you, you can hate Connor all you want, but that guy has not taken any shortcuts in his career. No, he is he has fought the best they've put in front of him. He has never avoided anyone. He's only took the toughest fights. He's wanted rematch when he loses fights instantly because he wants to redeem himself. He's not a guy that ducks people, and he's a guy that earned his title shot. Like I feel like coming up, people are like, "Oh, this guy hasn't earned it." I'm like, "Yeah, he just fucking embarrassed Chad Mendes, who at that point we thought was the man, right?" Like, yeah, I he up. earned it. <laughs> but I mean. Dustin wants that belt on the line, and he's got a legitimate. He? He's got yeah, he's got a legitimate gripe. He he wants he, he the belt on the line. He doesn't get fucking pay per view points unless he's got a belt. He so wants he the belt on the line. That much. If and Dustin I mean, want the belt. if Dustin wanted the belt, why is he calling out Nate Diaz? I mean, we he'll fight him for the belt because he has he has a lot of power at this point. Poirier, he just beat. I'll show you how much power Poirier has. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know, man. He just beat McGregor. I want you to go find 100 people on the street with a mask on and ask them who Dustin Poirier is, and they're going to go, um, um – Isn't he that dude that – is that a guy that Connor fought? I, I've never yeah. heard of him. You think people are like, oh, my God? A lot of Dustin watch Poirier that fight, man. I think, they, I think they know a little bit more who he is now. Um, that they that was – They was know him as the guy that fought yeah. Connor. <laughs> the guy that literally not counter the fuck out is something a little different, yep. though. Was anyone talking about Dustin Poirier in the casual scene after the fight? No, they were talking about Conor McGregor getting knocked out by some dude. Poirier has no power here. <laughs> if Poirier retired tomorrow, what would the UFC do? <sighs> he, Nothing. Yeah, I don't even they feel like Poirier's on, gotten but... the, uh, the Diaz bump. No, because there was no shit talking. There was no fun. There was no big interviews that were on ESPN. There was none of that. It was a highlight of him knocking him out. All good, all great. He's not. He's not. He's not the guy. He's not the man. I love. I love Dustin until you know today. Um, I sent back some of his hot sauce. Today. That's gonna be a dope. That's gonna that guy. That's gonna be a dope Bronx situation too, though, with a belt. Like you're saying, nobody knows. Like literally, nobody will. Du Bronx has always asked for me the toughest guy. Du Bronx isn't calling unranked, unranked, unranked fighters who haven't fought in two years, like Dustin Port. I got the biggest men in my wife. I want to get the belt. Nate Diaz, I'm coming for you. What? Fuck you, I agree. Man. I agree. Wants to um, make money. It should. Uh, it, he's probably it, only got two or three fights left in his career. Isn't he like thirty-one? Yeah, he's a fucking old thirty. Yeah, that dude he is. He's taking some beatings. His, his better, chin's better good though. Forever. He looks better than ever. He's he's fine. But uh, I get it. Make him in no Bronx. That's the fight. That if it so was on, easy. If it was on merit and. You know, well, yeah, but that's why this it's is so sport. easy that we know that it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, it's we, not happening. Yeah, we move on and stop making- <laughs> yeah I, I think, like, you know, if you do, let's say, let's say you did Connor versus Nate, which I don't think makes sense, but let's say you do that, and then you get Hooker and Ferguson too, whatever. Like it, the 155, like a like my son who's four could be like, yeah, fucking Dubron, <laughs> Dustin. Like it's it's not hard to figure out. That's why it's it's not gonna it's not gonna go very it's well. It's not gonna happen. Yep. Yeah. I don't care. Bring Nick Lentz back. We'll fuck Nick Lentz up again. We'll do whatever. All I know is this is Dustin Poirier is no longer a fan of the MMA analysis. Oh, we, stop. We he's, Dustin Poirier. he's the MMA analysis. Can we someone find MMA. out a rival charity to his good fight club? <laughs> the bad I'm gonna, fight. Yeah, I'm going to donate to like the opposite 
of what, what is the good fight club? What, what, does, what is, Vic, what is, does is Mike Vick still running any kind of uh, <laughs> the dog fight? Is it, is it, is it schools? Is Poirier do schools or something? What's his charity? I don't know. Nobody knows. I it's like know. the, I think it's for they, like it's poor. like the Zoolander thing where they teach underprivileged. Uh, Oh, can't say that anymore. Good, yeah, <laughs> and do other stuff good too. All right, so we'll do the opposite. We're gonna t- we're gonna start a charity to get kids to like drop out of school and like yeah. fling rock, fight, yeah, <laughs> fight, 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 fling rock and fight. How to defend themselves during a drug deal? <laughs> good Always carry a switchblade, we'll kids. But Dustin Poirier is fucking dead to us. He is dead to <laughs> us forever. He is on the list. You don't oh, get man. off the list. It's impossible to get off the list. Wait, is that Once Chandler's there, list? Huh? Is that Chandler's list? Chandler's no. list. <laughs> Chandler's close to the list, actually. He's he's, he's a psychotic. He's he's a bit out there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's good right now though. So I think that's uh, I think that's good for for some pre-fight talk. Um, oh, the other thing is shout out my man who's now on Stephen the top of Smith. The, the good Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Hey, raise a glass to <laughs> MMA analyst Stephen A. Smith. You know, we applaud you, Steve. He's getting a lot of <laughs> shit. I don't get shit, my dog. Is that because I watch MMA and he doesn't? Like, I talk about how bad women's MMA is all the time. People will say, great, keep fighting the fight. He says it, and people hate him. That's racism. That's that what that, they're racist. <laughs> yeah. this, this is my white privilege talking here that I don't get shit for that. <laughs> That's right. Enjoy it, Lance. It's beautiful. Oh. Like he's first of all, personal opinion of his. So like, there's someone that's in your fucking Congress right now that has some personal opinions. It does. Uh, <laughs> it does. So you you can have personal opinions. They can be they can be bad and wrong. Uh, but this one is absolutely correct and right. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> and then like like people the majority were majority of this shit is so bad. People were tweeting and commenting on the thing, and they were like, that's some of the best fights ever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was one. one. It was one, and they brought up the one good fight that we've had in, like, the past five years. And fucking Weegly or whatever her name is. Uh, (laughs) You get get 20 Sarah Morasses against Hello. Yeah, anyone who says that women's MMA is just as exciting or super exciting or awesome watches, like, only main cards, and then skips the women's fights. We were we were like watching uh, the chick fight last week on Zoom together, and we're all just kind of like shocked that we were watching an action fight. But we were like, yeah. "Is this fight good, or, or am I just like really drunk right now?" It's like, no, I think it I think it's probably good. The problem is, even when it's good, I don't care. I yeah. don't, it's like it's like when you know <laughs> people say, "Oh, everyone's I and Joanne Calderwood." Yeah. Well, it's it's like I barely could pay attention to that. Um, but it's like when people say, "Like, oh, everyone said this card was gonna suck, and it's a banger. It was a great card." No, no, no it was not a great card because none of the fights mattered. That's the, all the women's divisions, <laughs> even the title fights. It's like okay, Nunez loses to Megan Anderson. Okay, <laughs> like okay, cool. Like who cares? Yeah, yeah. one one forty five is a. Absolute same with 135, fire. 125, and 115. Um, it's about the, about the same. It's 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 just not good. Not good. For the most part. Like, there's so, tons of shitty fucking men's fights, but there's a lot of shitty women's fights. Yes. Yeah. It's a different it's a, level the, of the proportion, uh, <clears throat> is 
a little out of balance. Yes, yeah. and I think with like a shitty men's fight, a regular fight, you always you keep watching because like there's a chance, there's a chance Knock you out. could land something, you can <laughs> land something big. We can finish this fight. We can still see something exciting. No chance in the women's division. None. It's yeah. just like, God, I got – I feel like I'm watching this for like eight hours. I got 14 minutes and 12 seconds left. God help me. Brad's Big gotta guy. Walk, Brad's got to walk his dog, you know. Yeah. Turk has to walk. That's and damn like, right. It's like the mini uh, intermissions that they have over in like Japan and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We just get them while fights are going on. I was going to say, it's like when you go to like a, a hockey game or something like that, and they put the little kids on during the intermissions. Mm. <laughs> we could get the some like midget order. fighting or some shit instead. Like, I'd be down for that. You're not allowed to say that, Lance, anymore. They're called flyweights, all right? <laughs> hey, I was a flyweight in high school. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I, was, I was 125 in high school my senior year, oh, so my goodness. I can't say Ooh. anything. We but, did kilos, so I was uh, 60 kilos, which is 132. Well, it's so, funny because like, like, all the flyweights in the UFC, for the most part, in MMA at 125, they're all like 5'3". Like five two, five four. Like, was I a tall flyweight for at like a, yeah, five seven and a half? <laughs> yeah, you're definitely yeah. above average for a flyweight. I, I was tall. I didn't find anyone that was or wrestling anyone that was like very often stronger. But I wasn't always the tall. I love tall guys. They suck. Just like tall guys striking defense, even better in wrestling. They're like, hey, look at my horrible ass gangly legs. Like, just grab one, man. It's there. It's like the only time I shoot a single. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's move on. But yeah, thank you. Stephen A. Smith, fucking legend. We love you. <laughs> fan, fan of the show. Somebody had to say it. Who would have thought going yeah. into tonight, Poirier out, Stephen <laughs> A. <in. laughs> 2021. It's our year. This is, this is a good yeah. year. We're taking over. It's a good year. Oh. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on. Um, there are some fights, uh, on Saturday. Uh, they're pretty good. Uh, the main card's actually really good. There's actually. like there's some high highs and some low lows on this one. I would say the last the, the last six fights of this card are super strong. Really, really strong. Good fights. Yeah, I think that's yep. fair. Yeah. I dig it. All right. Let's start off with some really bad fights. <laughs> Ooh, we oh we get it we get a back to back banger uh early on the card in the old women's division too. That's that's mm. wonderful. God, yeah. I'm always going to feel like women's MMA is like a test. Like a test. What else could it be? Why? Like if it wasn't a test, why do we have on back-to-back fights? Molly McCann <clears throat> versus Laura <laughs> Propicio. Isn't that like a shampoo? Versus yeah. Carol Rosa and Joseline Edwards. If it wasn't a test and they weren't testing us to see if we would watch, it's kind of like the Truman Show. Where there's like, you know, they're really courting everything. They're like, all right, all right, these stupid MMA fans. Now let's say if we charge seventy dollars for a pay per view and we put Jessica I and JoJo on it, will they buy it? I'm like, well, probably. What if we make it so they can't buy it because the stream's broken and they have to buy it after they miss the first fight? Will they still buy it? And they're pulling the strings. They're pulling the strings. <laughs> so basically, uh, I'm paying for three fights, and one of them is Jessica I. Will they give me seventy five dollars? 
<laughs> almost in record numbers. My God, I couldn't buy it. <laughs> I had I stole it out of necessity. <laughs> I a clear baby. We were laughing so hard because oh, that was shit. that was the weekend. Dana's like, I'm getting you illegal streaming, fucks. Then his pay per view, yeah, his pay per view doesn't so work, so people had to steal it. You stupid <laughs> fuck. Stream. Oh god! <sighs> All right, let's uh let's start off here in the featherweight division where we have a couple flyweights <laughs> <laughs> as we have Ode to the Osborne versus Jerome Rivera, who's. Seeing how quickly he can get cut. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm out. All right, we're going to go ahead and uh, diversify these. We're going to split this, and it's gone. That's his career. (laughs) That's cold-blooded. I'm not a good human. All right, let's go. New Sean. Yeah, I I don't have much on this fight. Uh I guess Osborne is more of a bantamweight. Uh, Rivera is more of a flyweight, and they're fighting at 45. So uh, I think Osborne will be the bigger fighter. Uh, both these guys are pretty shitty. I, I think you should stay away from this fight for uh, betting because they're both pretty flaky. Uh, I'll pick Osborne to win, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm not feeling this first fight. Wes? Yeah, I, I don't have uh, much on this fight either. I, I think they made this, what was it, this week? The, Four hours I think ago? yesterday. Yeah, it's like yeah. a really short notice fight. Rivera just fought not that long ago. Um, yeah, crushed. Both, yeah, both of these both of these guys aren't great, but uh, Sean's probably right. Uh, Osborne's going to be the bigger guy here and probably just bodies up Rivera and shit. So uh, probably a boring Osborne decision. I, I want no part of this fight. Bradley, and then I'm going to ask you a question, Bradley, to get you thinking. All right, all right. Um, for this fight, you've got a guy who just got out-wrestled by a flyweight, moving up to featherweight to fight a bantamweight who can't wrestle. Um, but I still think he's probably big enough and, and fast enough, and he's black, so athletic enough, uh, to stop the uh, the shitty flyweight from taking him down. And he's a pretty decent striker. So I think uh, Ode to Joy uh, boxes him up on the feet and probably not a finish. Rivera seems tough, but he also just fought two weeks ago. So Osborne getting guillotined versus Boom Boom. Rivera. Everyone gets guillotined by Boom Boom. Mm-hmm. But he sucks. Um, Everybody shitty gets guillotined by Boom Boom. What's Rivera's sub? What we got? We got anything on that yet? I think we only have like specific. Oh, four hundred. I see. That, he's he's plus one sixty money line and plus four hundred sub, and that's really the that's, only way he can win. That's, that's his pass. Yeah, yeah. Um, that way, and then not a bad line. Plus four hundred. Osborne decision. Osborne decision is two ten. Mm. Th- those are your two options there. I think. Uh, I'm gonna like a little more Osborne decision if I was going anything, but Jerome, that's Rivera's path. Absolutely right. Might be worth a little little stabby stab. Um, despite my joking earlier comments, I, I'm I'm going with uh, send it in, Jerome Rivera. Why isn't that his nickname? Anyway, because MMA fighters aren't smart. Mm. I'm going Rivera here. I think I think this fight <laughs> somehow ends up on the ground. It could be a guard pole situation. It could be. Ode doing something stupid. I think this fight ends up somehow, somehow getting to the ground, and I think Rivera can uh, 
grab a neck, grab a sub, you know, why not? And send it in Jerome. That was just a pure miss. <laughs> Is he young? That was a long time ago now, wasn't it? I bet Nushan has no idea what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're no, talking about. Absolutely sorry, not. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, just Google. Yeah. Google send it in Jerome. What year, he'll, what probably, he'll, he'll probably understand it one. Yeah, it, it's it's the greatest dunk of all time. It's the announcer. One of them. Yeah, the Jerome. send it in Jerome. Yeah, one of the greatest <laughs> announcers ever. He, he played for Pitt, right? Yeah. See our boy Derek Sparks. He knows. He's mm-hmm. he's got it. All right, let's move on to more shit. <laughs> this guy said, "I live less than fifteen minutes from where Osborne trains, and I didn't hear if the Jimmy trains at or him until Monday." <laughs> <laughs> that is a bad. That's fucking bad great. That's that's MMA. So right Lance, there. after this fight, there there might just be two cut. Like Bill Rafferty, that's who it was. I couldn't yeah, think right. of that. Yeah, yeah, onions, baby. Onions, yeah. Hey, that's the greatest. That's, Little man that's man. the Swirsk. Chuck Swirsky. Chuck Swirsky used to call it a rap game. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on now to uh, the featherweight division as we have Sung Woo Chu taking on Yusef Zal. Sean, who is this fella? Uh, the, the, the Korean fella is tough. Not he fair. got the shit beaten out of him by Evloev and Gavin Tucker. Um, <laughs> but then he just beat a mook, so it, I, I don't I'll think he's that good. good. He's just tough. Yeah. <laughs> The problem is Zalal seems to be just overrated all the time. Uh, he's got some pretty inflated records. He did beat the guys I guess he's supposed to beat, and I guess the loss to Tapiria isn't that bad in hindsight. Uh, I, I just don't know if he's uh, decent, and, and Choi can, can take a punch, so he'll probably stick around for a while. So I'll stay away. I'll pick Zalal, but I don't want any of it. Wes? Yeah, yeah, Zalal ended up. Uh, losing to Tapor, people's pretty high on him. He's he's future champ to you know MMA Twitter after he fought last time out. So, um, but you know, in hindsight, it's probably not a horrible loss. Um, I, I just I don't know. He seems flaky as hell. But <clears throat> Sean's right. Probably the best thing you can say about Choi is he's just tough. So he's probably going to stay in there. Um, I, I'm going to say uh, Zalaw by decision here. If you was looking at anything, that's a little bit of plus money, but I, I don't want nothing on this fight either. Brad, I always find it interesting when I've never heard of a guy. I've never seen the name in, in my dumb mind. And then I look at his fights, and I know for a fact I've seen him fight three times. Yep. No recollection. You're, you're talking about, uh, about the Korean fella here? Sung Woo Chu. Is that his yep. name? I've seen him fight three times. Well, it's because you know you're you're pronouncing his name in the natural Korean as you should. But the announcers always say it wrong, so well, it's their fault, not yours. Well, you know it's tape study. <laughs> <laughs> tape study. That's why you tape study, kids. You gotta be professionals like this. This is a professional. This is a professional look right here. This, this is whole operation here. You gotta here. put in the hours. Hard you work. Ought, I mean, you ought to see the the fucking studio Mikey's got, and you know the the setup. And this man is. What is that stupid thing Dustin Poirier says? The guy we hate paid in full. Yeah, <laughs> tape study paid in full. <laughs> Fuck the good fight. Does, does that mean like? I think he like pays. Pays it in cash or like a dive. He, he pays on credit card and then has a bunch of debt to pay off later because he's an MMA fighter that doesn't make any money. 
That's true. He's, you got to fucking sling hot sauce. This guy. <laughs> right? Oh, what a pussy. Guy is a um, Lance, he's diversifying. As for this fight, man, Zalal, I, I don't think he's that good. He beat a bunch of bad guys in the pandemic year, and I he don't. got out out wrestled by uh, Jordan Griffin. That's that's not good. And I I think he's the worst striker here. I think Choi wins if this stays on the feet. So I'm probably gonna uh, probably gonna take a little sprinkle on on Choi. Oh, uh, Zalal, we saw him get beat up a lot in his last fight. Um, so I, I think it's probably gonna be Choi decision. But uh, I don't know what that prop is. I think it's around 400. But uh, I, I think he's got a shot here. Zalal is not that great. I don't know who this, I don't know who this fella is. Um, but I'm pretty confident Brad's going to lose his bet. He just is. Yeah. This is random agent number seven <laughs> versus a guy who's not terrible, uh, who beats most guys he's supposed to, who was pretty hyped up. Lost to a guy that ends up looking pretty good. And, yeah, I think Zawal takes it here. But this is not a fight I uh, I plan on wagering on. Really, if I look at it, I might be able to take a good hour and a half off uh, between these fights. Maybe there would be a basketball game on, um, some cricket, some rugby. I don't know. Something to kind of pass the time. But let's now move on to uh, the women's flyweight division as we have the super athletic and in-shape Molly McCann taking on Laura Propicio. The the shampoo, I they, think. They don't call her meatballs for nothing. Oh, isn't Propecia, is that like a, a hair your, thing? Your hair falls yeah, it's hair. Yeah. I'm just trying to get. Yes. Oh, okay. come on, Lance. You don't, you don't know that? <laughs> I wanted to tape study more. We had an internet outage in my area. I was down off and on because I was going to wake up at midnight last night, which is right when it went up. I was going to go to bed at 11, wake up at midnight, tape study through the night. Then the internet went out, so I missed my tape study. So it's not my fault. Newsham, what do you got here? I, I don't know anything about these people. I don't know if Propecia is a real fighter, if I made that up. Yeah, I honestly can't remember her fight. They threw an absolute fuck ton of strikes, and they probably didn't hurt uh, each other at all. Um, but, wow. Did you tape study that one? Uh, <laughs> just, just throwing a dart on that one. Uh, McCann seems to be overrated all the time. Uh, she, she beats some shitty people, but... Uh, I think anybody decent can can get her. Um, I have no idea in this fight. Uh, I guess I will pick the dog. Propecia? Sure. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be no, good. No, no, it's not. But I like how you said, like, I remember her last fight. There was some strikes. No one got really hurt. There was a couple <laughs> head and arm throws, a couple close arm bars. And then it was a split decision. <laughs> That's, that's 90% of it. Go ahead, arm. Women's fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I also hate women's fights too because I hate when they say head and arm throw because that's called, it's called a hip toss. And I think that just makes me a little angry. Uh, so maybe, maybe you that's, tell them, I mean, that's it as well. All right, Wes, I assume you got nothing here. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pick McCann, but she's always overrated as hell. So don't, don't bet this fight. Stay fucking away from this shit. Yeah. But Brad's, like, Brad's looking for a prop right now. He's like, they don't like rugby props. <laughs> I'm shit. Do that. Bradley? Uh, I wasn't looking at a prop. I actually Googled Propecia, and the first <laughs> thing that pops up, Reuters, six hours ago, exclusive. Merck anti-baldness drug Propecia has long trail of suicide reports. Records show. Damn. Damn. Now, bald so now people... I'm... 
Nate is probably completely unrelated to the Propecia. It's the people that went bald and they weren't married yet. Yeah. <laughs> they got and nothing left. They tried to use this shit and it didn't work. And that was the last straw. <laughs> Most of them actually died of like alcoholism. <laughs> like, they fucked their liver up. They got... That can be suicide too, Lance. Come yeah. on. Don't be insensitive. Suicide by booze. So um, what I'm trying to think here is, does that mean that does that mean that Propecia is going to commit suicide or that Molly McCann is going to commit suicide after she loses to her? Ooh. Hmm. Um, but this comes That's down deep. to... That is deep. Do you want to fade Molly McCann or not? And most times I feel like I want to fade Molly McCann. So I might have uh, a little bet here. <laughs> I usually do. And I just can never get it right with her fucking fights, man. Like, I've faded her so many times and lost. Yeah. She's so bad. She's this, fucking terrible. She's horrible. Too much. Too much. I don't even know if I bet on one of her fights, so I can't I can't say that. But very, very average. All right. I, I got nothing, as you could you could probably guess by the Propecia and everything else that went with it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh let's move on. Let's just you know, keep it rolling. Just back to back. Bang bang here. Carol Rosa versus Jocelyn Edwards. Oh, God. You, Sean. Jesus You're really talking man. about future title challenger Jocelyn Edwards. Yeah. Someone yeah she she was another one that was crowned after that. She's the real deal, guys. At least she's not oh. ducking people like Poirier. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Dustin? <laughs> she, uh, some people like what they saw. Uh, I think she she fought a terrible fighter. Uh, and she she throws a bit of volume, so that uh, that will help out. But uh, I think Rose is the better fighter. Uh, by how much, I don't know. I, I just, I have better things to do than watch these terrible fights. If anything cool happens, I will go back and watch what happens. But I probably is going to be 15 minutes of some a bunch of strikes that don't do much. And like Lance said, maybe a head and arm throw and uh, hip toss. It's gonna be a split. Yeah, not not good, Wes. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have much here. I I might uh, take the dog and and tout master uh, just to see uh, maybe she's decent, but we don't fuck we don't fucking know. I I, I don't. If I guess if you're taking anything here, you got to look at the more proven fighter. But uh, it's a total pass for me. I'm going to take the dog. title challenger, Wes. Yeah, you're missing yeah. out, man. MMA Twitter, baby. Future superstar. I like when they say, not just like title challenger. Yeah, they're with a the future star. I like when they say future star. Like, yeah. let's say this, this 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 lady wins the next 20 fights. Not a star. Never. There's like you're seven of, There's like seven of them in all of MMA. Like, you're <laughs> never going to be a star, ever. Yeah. Like, there's so few stars. Like, I don't know what we consider a star in MMA, but... I know she's not going to be one. I'm quite confident. Brad? Hot, ta- hot take, Lance. Hot take. Yeah. Yep. I There's an over two and a half at minus 235 for this fight. You going under? No. The ladies always bring it. I'm on a dog walk during this fight, so mm-hmm. this better go as long as possible. He's just, oh, yeah, he's hoping so he I, gets 15 minutes. I don't miss the shit that I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Uh, that might be parlay worthy. Yeah, I got Yeah. I got I got nothing because they're they're usually like four fifty now. So, so you're getting... these girls are like one fight away from title shot, right? Yeah, they throw heaters. Always, yeah. always. Yeah. 
They did throw heaters. All right, Get him in there, Nunez. Let's now move on to the uh, – we're doing catch weight on this bad boy. We got Devontae Smith versus Justin Janes. Uh, Smith had the fight fall out. Janes comes in on short notice. I did like Smith a good bit as a slight underdog versus – I forgot who is fighting, guy that was going to lose to Smith. Alex Silva. Silva. Yeah, he's not fighting anymore. Janes is. You, Sean? Yeah, I kind of agree with you with the previous fight. Uh, I was kind of eyeing him up. Man, this this guy was the biggest uh, biggest favorite to lose, I think. Or well, the guy mm-hmm. who knocked him out, Colin Worthy, was the biggest underdog of of last year or two years ago, whenever the hell that was. Um, feels like forever ago. I think but, that one was two because last year was oh, right, with Shannon Dobson. No, <laughs> oh yeah, for yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, he, he, he obviously can be cracked. Justin James is not good, but he does have some power. So, <laughs> does Smith get caught twice in a row? It could happen. I think he's the better fighter, but uh, James's power is keeping me away from betting him. Yep, Wes? Yeah, I, I pretty much uh, agree with, with all of what, what Sean said. I mean... Um, and like uh, he mentioned about you, I, I I like Smith in the other matchup at a much better number uh, against the other guy. Um, James does have a little bit of power, man, and I don't I don't think Smith gets finished like he did last time. I mean, we know Worthy does fucking hit like a truck, um, but you just never know when it's the guy's first fight back after something like that. Um, and that that power is kind of keeping me away, and there, there's no way I want to lay three to one on fucking Smith in this fight. And even him by TKO or inside the distance is pretty juiced up at this. It was like point. minus one fifty for TKO. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's how he wins, but do you want to even lay that juice on that, that chance of him getting caught by James? A- absolutely not. He, he's going to be the the pick for me, but I'm, I'm not betting this fight. Yeah. It's um interesting decision here for Justin James. Um, he's on a two fight losing streak. Takes a fight versus a very dangerous fighter where he's going to be a giant underdog on five days' notice where the UFC does not care about your feelings. Probably gets cut if he loses this fight. Very weird decision there. Not good Not good management. Maybe it's that hard, Daniel hard Rubenstein up for some fella. cash, man. When's the last time <laughs> he fought? Oh, he's fought a bunch of times because he's one of those guys that's only in the UFC because of COVID. Yeah. yeah, but he loses all the time, and he only yeah. makes sixteen grand. Well, he won his first one on short notice, where he came into that fight and just went for it in the first round Come on, and got it. Yep. And then he lost his next two fights against you know fights that he actually had time to prepare for. And now he's coming back into his element in those short go. notice fights. He's going to come out like a bat out of hell. Uh, I, I wish I could say take James round one, but it's only plus 400 at the one place that has it right now. Um, the TKO price is the same, and that's the only way he's going to win. So you could take a shot at James in this one, but he probably doesn't get him gases and gets finished. Yeah, I uh, I think Smith wins more times than not. Like I said, I was going to have a bet on Smith, but at three to one, that's just not something I'm, I'm going to lay. I think... Smith more than likely is going to knock him out and win this fight, but just not something I'm willing willing to take here. Uh, now let's move on to the featherweight division. We have Tamor Valiev taking on short-notice fight again. Martin Day, new shot. 
modern day is so bad. Uh, I think <laughs> the only reason he's uh, getting one more shot in the is because everyone wants to fight. Everyone's it's because everybody wants to fight. It's the pandemic. <laughs> Everybody's looking to get paid. Uh, I think Valiev is is decent. I know he got caught last time out. Um, he's just I he was a big favorite then, and he lost. He is a decent sized favorite now, but he probably should be a lot bigger because Day is that bad. Um, he might go in in a small, just chalky ass parlay for me. Uh, Valiev, I think he he gets the win here by decision. West. Yeah, I'm I'm on pretty much the same thinking there. Day is just absolutely horrible. Um I I, I like value up here. I, I'm gonna wait and see what the points handicap looks like because I'm not sure he gets day out of there. It's kind of sketchy with uh uh little bitty uh little bitty Russian dudes mm-hmm. that don't like to finish. So uh probably probably wait for the points handicap to come out and hopefully I can uh get a little bit of a of a better line to make a chalk parlay with it. Brad? I I really want to bet overs in this fight. Because um, <laughs> you've got Valium, who <laughs> yep. is like normally this dude's just putting everybody to sleep. Watch every fight he ever had in World Series mm. or uh, PFL, what changed to PFL. I think he had one finish against Ed West. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the old Bellator, Bellator guy, and, and that's it. But normally, not an exciting fighter. And now he's coming off, it's a no contest now, but a loss where he actually went for a finish, gassed out, and got stopped himself. <laughs> so this guy is great. So awesome. <laughs> he is going to be so fucking boring in this fight. But on the other side of the cage, it's Martin Day. The guy that got knocked out by Davy Grant. So, man, I I do really want to bet the over here, but I'm passing for now. Let's see how many beers I get in me before this fight comes up on Saturday, because uh, that might happen. Yeah, I'm not I'm not touching this one. I just cannot lay that kind of juice on on Valiev. I just I'm I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna root for him to lose just because it'd be <laughs> funny. Um, I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, but I don't think Paliev is is very is very good at all. He's 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 not good at all. But man, Martin he's Day better than Martin Day. Martin <laughs> Day, is, come on, bro. There's not much worse. The fact that I know everyone <laughs> wants to fight. <laughs> Pandemic fighting is it's, it's huge. Like it's everywhere. This dude is on a three fight win streak, and the guys he lost to like should mostly also be cut. <laughs> like, like, look at who he's lost to. Like, Davy Grand, Pyongyang Lu, and Anderson Dos Santos. Losing to those three guys and getting finishes twice now gets you a fourth fight in <laughs> the UFC. That is just tremendous. Like, I don't – that's that's something. That is something. Hawaii <laughs> fighters, baby. Guys, we promise that the main card is actually good. Yeah, we yeah, got we one more bad fight. He's got to get there. Light heavyweight division. Hey, Michael Johnson, Guida, I'm cool with that. Uh, light, it's a perfect fight. But light heavyweight division first, Mike Rodriguez versus Danilo Marquis, who I do not know who that is. New shot. 
you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to trust Mike uh, Rodriguez. He's kind of a choker. You know, he uh, he was trying to finish Herman. He he couldn't do it, so he had to knee him in the he balls. Did. And then, uh, <laughs> big and cheater. Then he, he, he just gassed out, and then he yep. got armbarred. I mean, that's that's a pretty big choke job from him. Uh, <laughs> after after finishing a guy, <laughs> nah, man, nope. he, he need him in the balls. He, he didn't have the power to finish him with legal strikes, so he had to knee him in the balls, mm. and they caught him, and and then he just threw the fight away. Uh, the guy he's fighting is is not good. He he beat maybe one of the worst fighters in the light heavyweight division <laughs> in a long time. Uh, that guy's is the worst. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can't take much from him. Uh, I kind of want to bet Mike Rodriguez, but uh, I- I'm staying away. It's he's still kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah, Wes. Yeah, I, that 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 shit last time was just absolute. <laughs> what MMA is. Pure. Yeah, it's it's at its purest form. I was going to uh, pick that. one fight to show people to say, "Hey, show me the <laughs> essence of MMA." I'd show that, and then I would show like some horror. I'd show like Ben Henderson, Frankie, the, the last one where Frankie the, went like every round. They're like, "Unanimous." <laughs> yeah, dude, man, that, that this is what we what we deal with. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm I'm with Sean. You, I mean. Rodriguez should should get this dude out of there, man. But fuck, I I just don't know. Even though shit went wrong for him in that spot, man, he completely fucking choked away a fight against Ed fucking Herman in twenty twenty. Like, come on, dude. Um, yeah, I'm gonna pick Rodriguez. I think he gets this guy out of there. But I I just it's another fight that I just feel could anything could happen. So I'm gonna pass. Brad. Yeah, like Rodriguez could fall over his goofy tall legs and end up on his back against a guy who can grapple a bit. But That's literally possible. Just it, Brad was not is. being sarcastic. He no. literally meant that. Just yeah. to clarify. <laughs> um so I, I can't bet him just based on that, but man, this dude sucks. <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> two fights ago. For him, sorry, three fights ago for him, which was 2017. Um, he armbarred Mark Polimeno, uh, who brought in a uh, an astounding 0 and 16 record into that fight. So that's an you know, he's, Yeah, that's really like <laughs> iron sharpening iron right there. You know? Damn right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this is this is awful. Oh my god, you are crazy. This is not awful. This is great. This is, this is, I mean, all I, all I picture in my mind when I think about these prelims is just, you know, a knock at the door and then you open the door and there's 5,000 fighters just lined up begging to <laughs> get on the card. No, 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 we're full. <laughs> we have no room for you. We got too many fighters banging on my door. <laughs> trying to fight. Uh, it's great. 2021, 2020. Everything is amazing. I love yep. it. All right. Um, yeah, I got Rodriguez here, I guess. Who cares? Let's now move on to now we have we have some fights coming forward. Uh, light heavy or lightweight division. Michael Johnson 
My man, you talk about someone who doesn't fuck up and blow fights. That, that's my man, MJ. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> of one of the elite. He is, he's the elite. Him and, like, Bobby Green are, like, fucking the elite of the elite. Michael Johnson, Michael Johnson is, is worse. Not even yeah, Michael Johnson is Bobby Way Green worse. on speed. Yes, absolutely. Bobby Green loses because he doesn't do shit. Michael Johnson loses because he, he absolutely does, he does dominates do the fight. Bell till he loses. Yep. <laughs> It's really just tremendous, but he's taking on Clay Guida. True test from my man, MJ, who's – man, I don't think I've ever been more wrong about a fighter in my life than Mike. You watch Michael Johnson when he's on. That dude's boxing is so crisp, and he's so bad, and I don't get it. He's he's fucking, he was fucking gaugey up, man. Like, he was – Fucking yeah. gagey up so bad, and then he was. He beat Barbosa for fifteen minutes in a striking match. Like, crazy! Yeah. It is crazy. He has so many good wins and so many great, hilarious losses. Yeah. yeah. All right, he's done. Yeah, you he got? was he was smashing Tiago Moises, who's a decent fighter, and then he was beating the shit out of him. Yeah, the, the strikes were twenty-seven to one at the end of that fight, and Michael Johnson <laughs> lost. Uh, how about the Josh Emmett fight? Yeah, he won like he he won like fourteen yeah. minutes and forty-five seconds of that. Was smoking it, <laughs> and then just yep. deaded. <laughs> I cried yeah. when that happened. I had such a large bet on Michael Johnson versus they, Josh uh, Emmett. Oh, em- God, Emmett, Emmett like retweeted my fucking little gif I made of him knocking out Michael Johnson. That was so MJ's bad. last win was Artem. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> God. <laughs> and I'm riding, baby. Let's do this. This is the guy, though. This is the guy. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a pretty good stylistic matchup, in my opinion. Uh, Guida is not good on the feet. Uh, he still can wrestle a bit. Johnson's shown fairly decent takedown defense. Sometimes there's some guys that take him down that probably shouldn't, but I think he'll be ready for that in this fight. Um, this this is going to be the typical Michael Johnson fight. I think he, he wins a pretty one-sided striking and then gets de- choked decision. Out. And gets caught in some dumbass <laughs> sub. <laughs> there, there, there's 15 seconds left, and MJ's dominating the strike, and he's like, I'm going to show off my wrestling. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's so yep. tight. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I uh, I like Michael Johnson. I don't think I can lay the, the minus 200, 220. Yeah, you can. Uh, I, I might you sprinkle can. him by decision. At plus one forty-five, right? He's putting Guida lights out. Guida's there is only two people. There's only two people that have put uh, Guida lights out, and His that's uh, Mendes so and fucking Brian Ortega round three. So I, I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think MJ is that. So I think he's going to win by decision. It's plus one forty-five. Uh, I might take a stab at that. Guida's got nothing, nothing in the tank. <laughs> talk about talk about this, Wes. We riding. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I got, I, dude. The we we've gone on for a few minutes talking about how you know the performance is Michael Johnson, but the the dude is seriously so fucking skilled, man. He's just the a mental midget. He's given away so many fights to where he has absolutely dominated like decent competition. And I mean, Guida's almost forty here, man. I, I mean. I, I, I like the decision as well. I, I think Guida is tough enough. He's going to run around and move enough and do his dumbass fucking hair shaking bullshit and faint and faint and faint and faint and then fucking circle, faint and faint and faint and circle. And, 
MJ's going to chase him around and, and just do enough to get a decision in this fight. So um, I, I like Johnson by decision. It's uh, I got like plus 140. And uh, I, if if you need a parlay piece, I, I, I think he's uh, I think he's going to win this fight. Hopefully it's wide because we don't want that Guida hair uh, flying. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, don't think, coming. I don't think he can keep a striking match with MJ. Close. Yeah. The MJ thing is funny. I mean, he had a three-year streak where he'd be mostly all these guys in their prime. Lozon, Tebow, Melvin Gillard, Edson Barbosa, and Dustin Poirier. And then he loses six <laughs> of his next eight, including to Darren Elkins, Stevie Ray, Tiago Moises, like all fights That's he was Stevie winning. Stevie Ray loss was fucking yeah, he probably if, lost. If Michael Johnson I, I can take one moment Stevie out of every fight, he has one of the best records in MMA. <laughs> so bad. Wow. Brad? So, first of all, this has to set a, a UFC record for most losses combined in a oh, fight, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Like 36 losses oh, going into this Damn. fight. Michael Johnson <laughs> lost two in a row, got a win, lost three in a row, got a couple wins, and then lost three in a row again. <laughs> nice. That's two, three yeah. fight losing yeah. streaks in the last four years. That's it's definitely the most UFC losses in a fight before. Oh, it has to be by a mile. Yeah, one would say. Yeah, you know, I, I am sure there's probably some like Travis Fulton, Dan Severn fight where they each had thirty losses going into the fight yeah. or something. But at, at the UFC, um, I, I think this is a, this is a record. But I think another record might be that Michael Johnson has six finish losses in the second or third rounds oh of God. fights. He's probably winning all of those too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, no, except the Khabib one. He was losing yeah. that fight. I think, I think, um, he was definitely I, like, it was close, but, no. and didn't he win the first against Gaethje? Yes. Yeah. He rocked Gaethje. Yeah. And he, he won Gaethje. the first against Moises. Yep. And I'm and trying Emmett. to think of the other one. He was beating the shit out of Emmett. Yeah. First of Emmett. God, this fucking guy. Oh man. He should be, he should, he should find an org that only allows two rounds. Yeah. Um, So I I do. I I really want to put some round three on Guida, but then it's Clay Guida and he doesn't finish anybody. Um, I think his last round three finish was like a decade ago against. uh, When he broke the Sanjo's jaw? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He had the broken jaw. Um, So Michael Johnson is going to win this fight until he loses it. I'm just not sure if that losing it happens inside 15 minutes to Clay Guida. But I bet Clay Guida against Bobby Green, I'm probably going to end up betting him here. Michael Johnson, friend of the MMA analysis. Absolutely. We all like Michael Johnson. Good dude. Yeah. Good, good, sorry. He and seems the, like he's supposed to be weed. Funny thing with Michael Johnson, when, when you look at his record, right, all those third-round finishes, all the times he's up two rounds and gets finished in the third or dominating and then loses, what would one think? That he has a bad gas tank. He doesn't. He doesn't have a bad gas tank. It makes absolutely no sense. He's got a very good gas tank, but a very bad, stupid tank. He's really – so if you want to see MMA in a nutshell, Derek Lewis has like seven third-round finishes, (laughs) and Michael Johnson has been finished like five or six rounds in the third round. Derek Lewis is gassed 15 seconds into fight, and he finished everyone in the third round. Michael Johnson, super fresh, gets caught clean with – 10 seconds left. Even that third round versus Emmett, he was dominating the third round. Like, all he had to do was, like, walk around for five more seconds and he wins the fight. Uh, Combine those two dudes. Combine Michael Johnson and Derek Lewis and you've got the greatest fighter fighter ever. 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 Yeah. And I think here, though, all the ways that 
Michael Johnson has lost fights. Clay Guida does none of the things that will lose Michael Johnson a fight. Clay Guida is not going to be able to get Michael Johnson down to the ground, I don't think. Clay Guida is so washed. And if he does, I don't think he's going to be able to submit uh, Michael Johnson. And Mm -hmm. I I just – I don't see how Michael loses this fight other than just something Michael Johnson-ish. So always possible, but I think this is on the feet. I think it's either a super wide decision for Michael Johnson or I actually think – Gleed is going to come in and, and get caught coming in and get, get one clean. And I think Michael Johnson actually puts Clay Guida out of the fight and out of the UFC. Um, so I'm going to take Michael Johnson here. Uh, I'm going to be parlaying him with uh, someone else in the card. All right, let's move on to the main event, uh, main card now as we start in the lightweight division. Um, great fight here. A really, really, really good fight. Probably my favorite fight in the card is we have Carlos Diego Fajera versus Benil Dariush. Two awesome fighters. Fun fight. Nuchan? Yeah, this should be a blast. Uh, I kind of, I think most of us on this podcast were kind of hoping that CDF would be would get a little bit of a, a bigger name after that Pettis finish. Uh, I thought that was pretty impressive. Um, Darius has been in some fucking fun fights lately. Uh, he has been clipped uh, a decent amount, and as we've known uh, for a while, his uh, his chin is pretty rough if you can crack it. Uh, he has improved his striking a, a, a lot lately. Um, I, I just think these are these are uh, CDF has improved a lot since their first fight. Uh, I think he can keep it on the feet, and I think he's a, a more dangerous guy on the feet. Uh, Darius has come a long way, but uh, if he gets clipped, he kind of goes into zombie mode. And, and luckily for him, he's been able to fighting to, losers to win. Yeah, he's fighting guys Scott that, Holtzman. <laughs> And, and Drakkar close. Uh, yeah, a little different. I, I, yeah, CDF is a motherfucker. I, I think he's very good. And I think it's just a – these guys are just kind of at different points in, in their career, which is kind of crazy because CDF is like four years old. He's old than as him. shit. Um, but he just seems to be peaking right now. He seems much improved, and, and I think he's able to catch uh, Dariush. Uh, I sprinkled a, a quarter unit on CDF by TKO at plus 500, and I put a unit and a half on CDF at minus 114. Wes? Yeah, man, CDF's made me a good little amount of money over over the years, man. Uh, there was a while where you was getting him at, at dog prices against uh, some, you know, some Russians and shit uh, a couple years ago and stuff, uh, I, I believe. Um, th- this, is a, this is a close fight, but... I think if you like CDF, Sean makes, you know, definitely makes the right points that um, they they probably cancel each other out and this turns into a, a kickboxing match. And I think that Dariush's striking has improved, but improved just enough to where he's confident now to where he will throw. And this could be his downfall. <laughs> yeah. And CDF, I think, <laughs> I think hits harder than him. And I think, we it's absolutely proven that CDF has a better chin that he could take a couple of those shots to where, man, we've seen Darius just completely slept and hurt bad at times. So it's been a while, but it was also, I mean, he's fighting like just a bunch of guys that I don't think he's really got to, got to worry about that. And um, I, I do worry a little bit about CDF having a year layoff, but uh, he's had some layoffs at, at points in his career too. And he seems to always, uh, come back fine and, and ready to go. So 
man, it, it's I, it's really close, man. I think Darius is a really good fighter, but the the chin I think is the the question mark here. And um, I, I'm going to pick Darius or uh, pick CDF, and I'll, I'll probably end up having a, a small bet on him, but nothing big because I, I think it is a, a close fight. Speaking of nothing big, Brad. Oh, Alex. got him! Got him! All day, all day. Look at these things. Do that. Huge. What about those Massive things right here? What, what, what about those things? Like Kale Sunnin on steroids. Look at this. <laughs> How many pillows do you have in there? Just no. uh, it's it's a t-shirt, but it's a little baggy. <laughs> but like, if you didn't know that, like, look at these fucking cannons I got going on here. I mean, obviously this part, forearms. But anyway, Brad, go on. Uh, yeah, I don't know where to, where to go from that really, but we'll, we'll try. go anywhere. We'll try. Um, both of these guys are talented grapplers who used to be absolutely atrocious strikers. And they've both improved to the point where like Darius is still kind of awkward, but he's pretty good. And, and uh, CDF I think is actually like a solid all around fighter at, at this point in his career. And, I just think he's got uh, maybe not more power, but in this fight, more finishing ability because of Darius's chin. And I think he is the better grappler. So, man, I I, I kind of like CDF at this pretty close to, to even price. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take him here. I always thought he was pretty good back in the, uh, the legacy days. And that little run that he went on where he lost two fights in a row doesn't look so bad in 2020 as it did in uh, 2014 yeah. or 2015. Uh, th- those guys turned out to be pretty good fighters, and he gets a chance to avenge one of those losses now, and I think he does it. Yeah, Brad took a lot of what I was going to say uh, around <laughs> around the striking, and like I think of it like this: you know, both these guys similar backgrounds with with jiu-jitsu backers, both jiu-jitsu backgrounds, and and both jiu-jitsu guys. And how I kind of think of this really simply is: Darius looks like a jiu-jitsu guy who's learned striking. CDF looks like a striker. Like, I think to me, that's as simple as it is. When Darius is striking, he still looks to me like a goofy-ass jiu-jitsu guy trying to learn kickboxing. Yeah. He's, you know, he's flailing all around, but he's an athletic guy. Like, he can throw some power, but he's just flailing. He's not technical. He's he's not tight. He throws really wide strikes. He's very loose, and he leaves himself open a lot, which is not good when you have a bad chin. CDF has technical striking. He looks like a good striker. CDF is almost in the same, you know, how, how Dubronx went, right? Horrible striker, jitsu guy only. And now Dubronx is more of a technical type striker versus a guy throwing wide strikes. Like they even talked about it. Like everything Dubronx does, even striking is very technical and straight. And it's the same thing with CDF. I think that that's kind of like a similar comparison between the two. And I think this fight stays in the feet and here you seem to want fights on the feet now. So I think. <laughs> You know, oblige him here, and I think this is this is a stand-up fight, and that chin's not holding up. I do worry about a 36-year-old taking a one-year layoff, but at the same time, maybe a 36-year-old taking a one-year layoff's a good thing. Needs it, yeah. Yeah. So I like CDF here. Definitely uh, have a play on him. Let's now move on to the worst fight on the main card as we go to the featherweight division. As we have is that not the uh, the consensus? Um, I don't care. It's Munich and bust. <laughs> I yeah. care about everybody, Lance. Yeah, well, I mean, the Just consensus, they're not made, the the consensus I didn't forget when we were sponsored and we had the consensus bet of the week, but then Tony got murdered. Um, <laughs> it just it happened. It happened. I mean, Tony got murdered, so five times and couldn't pay us anymore. And Dude, then wait, get out of Mark Cuban 
you know, Shark Tank, Mark Cuban bought Dude Wipes, and that was gone. Mark Cuban, not a fan. We're not a yep. fan. Not, not a fan. Um, we need to get Dougie's, uh, his meal delivery service. What happened to Dougie? Yeah. He just disappeared off the face of the earth. This thing, man. He's he grinding. Mm-hmm. sponsor us yeah. with uh, Dash Dining. Yeah. A little, little free He's taste for the listeners. He's slanging. slanging. banging. All right. Yeah. Consensus. CDF. Booyah. All right. <laughs> featherweight division. Cody Stamen. Askar, Askar, I'm betting against this guy. I know who he is. I don't know if he's real, um, but I, I actually yeah, like Cody Stamen. I feel like he's one of those guys where every fight he has is super easy to break down. I don't know, Sean. Yeah, I, I probably should know who Askar Askar is. Uh, Did you? He's fought on. He, I sh- he's fought on LFA a couple times, but uh, I don't know who he is. Supposedly, he's the number one ranked bantamweight in Indiana. He, he just lost. Who's he fighting, Marley? He, so he lost. <laughs> he lost last year at Hoosier Fight Club. Oh my Hoosier God. Fight Club. He lost last year, and now he's fighting Cody Stamen, and it's only like minus four hundred. That's missing a fucking zero. Has he? Has he lost <laughs> to Chris Lytle at some point? By oh, Lytle was taken out. Now Lytle would clean him out first round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Stamen's good. I mean, he has his flaws, but uh, he's a pretty good fighter. Consistent. He doesn't finish though. He has doesn't need to. He's been in eight UFC fights. He's never finished. So I think if you don't want to lo- uh, lay that juice, him <clears throat> by decision, it's minus one forty. It's a little juicy, but man, he he does not seem like he can finish a fight. So. Uh, I think he wins by decision. Even how shitty this guy is, he still can't but finish him. If he if he does, he eventually gets a finish. Hopefully, right? If he does get a finish, it's probably going to be against Askar Askar taking the fight on five days' notice. It's got to be. That's got to be the time it happens. <laughs> I mean, he, he, to be fair, he hasn't fought like a bunch of shitty guys in the he's UFC. Fight, he's, he's, got a, he's got a pretty good run, and yeah. most of the guys are very tough. So Almost all maybe, good guys. Maybe this is his spot to, to get a finish now that he's dropping down in, in competition a decent amount, but uh, from what I've seen, he uh, he's still He's fought a, a steady machine. state of good guys, hasn't he? Yep. Yep. Wes, Askar Askar. That's, that's his parents named him that. Not to be confused yeah. with Askar Askarov. No, those are actually real two real guys. Um, yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of more agree with the agree with Sean here than uh, thinking Stamen gets a finish. It, it, it is true. If he was gonna get one, this is probably the guy. Just he doesn't he doesn't really fight. I don't think to finish fights. He he's he fights to to control guys and win rounds, which is smart, but it's. It's usually boring as fuck. That's why nobody remembers Cody Stamen most of the time. Uh, dude fought uh, a really good lineup until he ran into Jimmy, and you know I was completely wrong about that fight. Uh, Loaded a Jimmy on that fight. Just yeah, that was a big good, argument on the show, if I recall. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good call. Yeah, Stamen wasn't ready for that whatsoever. Uh, but I, I still think he's a really good fighter. He's still young in this game, but. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I'm picking him here, but if you want to bet it, it's probably by decision. Um, maybe wait for the points handicap to come out if they put one out on this fight. Um, but I, I like him by decision. You guys think too much. You go break it Stam- down for Brad. Stamen round one is plus seven hundred, and Stamen by decision is minus one forty. Playing both. You just you play both of those. 
because one of them's going to happen. This dude's only loss is in 40 seconds yeah. by like a, a big overhand right, probably. I've never seen it. You talking about Ascar, Ascar? Yeah, yeah. Ascar, Ascar. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah he is got that, is out that how's dad yelled at him? <laughs> yeah. Ascar, Ascar. <laughs> Uh, he just thought that's what his name was because his dad yeah. kept yelling his first name repeatedly. <laughs> uh, but whatever. Uh, anyway, Steeman's going to win this fight. Uh, parlay him, I guess. It's a big price, what? but yeah, parlay him. Ascar, Ascar's American? Didn't see that coming. Well, uh... you've got two levels of Midwest guys here. You've got like an actual athletic Midwest guy and then some guy who had to move to the Midwest to try and be athletic. He's so unathletic. He's at the Midwest Training Center, though, and that's a quite the camp. <laughs> Midwest. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, I like Stamen here a good bit. I actually think he finishes in the second or third round um, with an arm triangle. Ooh. I, th- I think he's going to wear him down. This guy's on short. This guy's on five days' notice. Probably hasn't been in a lot of grueling fights. Stamen's a good wrestler. He's going to be on top a lot. And I think Stamen gets on top and finishes him late with an arm triangle. Sorry, Sean. That's okay. I haven't played it yet, but um, I yeah, I, I I'm gonna. I'll be. I'll, I'll be fine. It'll be the first time Cody Stamen's finished anything in he, probably yeah, his entire it, life. He didn't even it's finish happen. the bad guys that he used to fight. That, that's happen. the thing about Stamen. That man He's can't dude. even. He's he can't even dude. finish a six-inch sub. He ain't finishing this guy. Yeah, but what if you get loaded up with veggies? You got the you get the pino, you got the yeah. banana peppers, you got the pickles, the lettuce. I mean, six inch subs, like yes, like there's a foot long, but you can get those things pretty pretty big. Get a little cold cut combo going. There's a lot that happens coming with the six inch sub. Um, I like Stamen here. I think he finishes. Uh, I'm gonna be parlaying him with. Um, I haven't bet yet because half these fights are gonna be canceled. Uh, but I was looking at, <laughs> I was looking at playing him with with MJ. Uh, but let's now move on to a really fun fight here before we get to the. Uh, the Frankie Edgar show, baby. Uh, flyweight division, Alexander Pantoja versus Manel Cape. Here, Sean. Yeah. Uh, Pantoja is is a very good flyweight. Um, he's been in there with some very, very good guys, and he's shown well. Uh, we've seen him have a pretty good chin. I know Figgy dropped him, but that's not the worst thing to happen. I mean, most people do. Uh, this is going to be a, a, this is going to be a, a tough round one. I think, uh, Cape has, has some really good stand up. I think if Pantoja can survive mixing some wrestling, uh, he'll be able to take over this fight, but it could be a little scary in the first round. So, uh, I, I haven't played him yet. He's like minus one twenty. What is he? Minus one. Yeah, something like that. I've been thinking about playing him small. Uh, I might play him live as well. I mean, I think he might lose that first round, but I want a little bit of action pre-fight too. Yep. Wes? Yeah, the the live angle's going to be definitely worth worth the look because I, I, I'm taking Pantoja, and yeah, I, I love this fight, man. This is probably my favorite fight on the card. Uh, Pantoja's my boy, though. He's He's been my dude for a long time, and I mean, it's, it's been up and down betting on, betting on my boy Pantoja. Um, I think Sean kind of hit on it though. Um, Cape's just, he's going to be a motherfucker in that first round. It's going to be tough. Uh, he's going to be throwing some, some good strikes and he, he hits hard. I think Pantoja does too, though. It, it, it's not like Pantoja doesn't have some first round finishes on guys that come at him and get wild. Um, 
I don't think Capay's going to get wild though. That dude's very technical. So I think it's more Pantoja's definitely going to have to survive the first. And after that, I, I think he can take over. Um, I think he's definitely got the better gas tank in this fight. And uh, he's going to be uh, pushing forward and, and going for takedowns, man. And if this hits the mat, it, it's there's two levels here on the mat. Pantoja's legitimate down there. Um, I, I think I'm going to sprinkle a little on round one. It's around uh, plus 200. That kind of, if Cape does catch him and, and get him out of there in the first, you cash that. And like I said, I, I think it's not crazy that Pantoja doesn't land something and get him out of there. He's got, like I said, some first round finishes. And then I, I like Pantoja straight. I'm going to play that uh, small. Bradley? Yeah, there's a, there's a pretty good case to be made for Pantoja here. Um, you know, people talk about him as a, a great grappler at this point in his uh, career, but when he was coming up and, and fighting for Niga, like way, way, way back, uh, he was the better striker in that fight. Uh, and, you know, he, that was what he was more known for as he was coming up and his jiu-jitsu was kind of developed along the way. So I don't think he's completely out of his depth here in striking. Uh, Sean said that, he, you know, even when he got rocked by, uh, by Figgy, he managed to, to pull through that. And I think Figgy's got more power than, than the man of the cape, but, uh, yeah, I think this this really favors Pantoja. Um, at some point, he's either going to land something on the feet or he's going to get it to the ground. And you look at one of and uh, of Cape's big losses was uh, against Olka Sasaki, and Pantoja absolutely demolished that dude on the ground, and he was able to wrestle that base. So you you see the the difference in the grappling, and I think that's going to be the difference here. So I've got Pantoja pretty big. Yeah. Um... I look at yes, I think like you guys said, I think Pantoja could hold his own on the feet. I think his striking is a little bit underrated. He's shown some good power. He's pretty technical. You know, like we we're talking about with Darius, Pantoja doesn't like a jujitsu guy who's attempting to strike. He looks like a good striker when he's in the feet. He's pretty technical. He throws straight punches. Um, but I hope he's smart in this fight. There is no reason. <laughs> yep. there, and this is where you don't know. And Brazilians, I feel like he's a little wild, dude. Yeah, he's wild is a little with wild. striking. He when he goes for a finish, he charges them to power. He gets a little bit wider. Um, and you know, I do worry about that. And Brazilians can do some stupid shit. And if Pantoja's <laughs> smart, he he this is this is a grappling match. He doesn't strike with him. He throws some jabs to set up his, his takedowns, and he takes his fight to the ground. It's not even close uh, on the fight and on the feet. I, I just I don't see a reason why he would even engage on the feet. That's that's trouble. Like yes, he could outstrike him. He could mm-hmm. also get his head knocked off. It's one of the two. If he wrestles and turns this into a grappling match and just constantly wrestles and kicks him down, gets on top. It's not a competitive fight. Um, he seems stupid at times, but I think his chin's good enough where I think if he gets caught a little bit. He's going to get that oh shit moment. And like, okay, I tried. I, I thought about striking. I should over it. Down. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think overall, I think, you know, smarter Pantoja comes through, ends up getting this fight to the ground. And I think on top, it's just whatever he wants. And if he can get that takedown in the first round, even if he doesn't finish, he'll gas him out. He'll wear him out. Takedown will come easy in the second. He can, he can possibly get him out of there. Uh, I looked at the sub prop, but it's only like plus 250. Um, which I think there's enough chance for a knockout, ground and pound finish, different things to happen late. But yeah, I think I think it's all Pantoja here, and it's like minus one thirty, minus one thirty five. So it's not it's not out of reach uh, at this point from a straight bet. 
This, this is the is, actual is, consensus. Yeah, this is consensus. Oh, the paint told you what? You guys were giving me shit. Like I was. We said no. Brad was giving me shit. All right. Well, I'm on. I'm on both those. Yeah. Failures. All right. Let's now move on to the uh, co-main event of the evening. Easy fight to call here. <laughs> Corey, uh, Corey, I don't know what's Sandhegan uh, takes on former UFC lightweight champion of the world, Jersey's own Frankie the Answer Edgar Newshon. Sandhagen's gonna fuck up Edgar. Uh, I know Lance is gonna tell you something different, but he cannot really do that with a straight face. We'll see uh, if he can accomplish that. Uh, there, it is a bit concerning. Uh, Sandhagen can be taken down, but he's active enough on the bottom. I don't think Edgar can lay on him. Uh, I think Sandhagen can get up if he needs to, and then he's gonna get <laughs> fucked up on the feet. Uh, I know I've lost money on him before, so I might as well lose a bunch more money uh, again. I lost a shit ton against Munoz. Uh, I'm I'm gonna do it again. I I think Sandhagen is very very good. I think that fight with uh, Sterling, that rematch, will happen at some point. Uh, he is much better than that quick loss. Uh, I got Sanhagen. I parlayed him with Usman next week, minus 122 for two units, and I took him inside the distance at plus 185 for another unit. Sanhagen sucks. Wes. I'm going to fuck him up. Yeah, um, again, Lance is going to tell you something. And so is Brad. It, <laughs> um, he probably should break out his his uh, his whiteboard and just oh, not he's gonna need and, it. and just write stick figures like double legging or something. Just like say Sandhagen the champion. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think I think Sandhagen's gonna gonna be Frankie here too. Um, I I'm not sure he gets Frankie out of there, man. Frankie's really tough and. Um, I think Frankie could probably get a hold of him a couple of times there, but Sean's right, man. He's so active on the bottom. Sanhagen's got a really good get up game too. That guy scrambles and gets back to his feet. I'm not sure Frankie's going to be able to hold him down enough and work to win this fight. And that's how it's, he's going to have to do it. Like on the feet, Sanhagen is going to absolutely piece him the fuck up. Uh, say whatever you want about Sanhagen, his, his striking <laughs> and, and volume on the feet is absolutely unbelievable. Um, it's do you think Frankie can take him down and hold him down for minutes of rounds to to win those rounds? <laughs> I I don't I don't see it personally. I like Sanhagen. I'm gonna wait wait for the points handicap to come out and I'll be playing that in something. Brad, this is what Frankie Edgar does. He wins. He he's in a weight oh, he, class. He hopefully gets shitty decisions. Like he's in a weight class. He just fucked up. He becomes a top fighter in that weight class. He loses a couple fights, drops down to the next weight class, becomes a top fighter in that weight class, loses a couple fights, drops down to the next weight class, becomes a top fighter in that weight class. And this is part of him becoming a top bantamweight because there's going to be a title fight for Frankie Edgar if he wins this fight. (laughs) I said if. I said if. There's a possibility that the, the tall, goofy guy... With the, the ginger hair that he I am a real American. <laughs> Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. <laughs> oh, fuck. There you go. We're going to um, get copyright infringed, Lance. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you keep it under 30 seconds, you're good. 28. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, yeah, this is. He did it to the yeah, year. Somebody said in the chat. 
He did it to uh, Cub Swanson. This ain't yeah, yeah. Cub come on, come on. Oh, much more dangerous. Those guys were way much bigger, and he could out wrestle them, get on top, and just smash come them. Come on. I, if you think that you're confident that Corey Sandhagen is just going to come out here and there's a chance that he doesn't get laid on by Frankie Edgar, and not even laid on, beaten up from the ball, taken down, pounded, pounded out. I three round fight. I I think there is a better than plus three fifty chance that Edgar wins this fight. I'm you saying you know that Jung fight was just like two fights ago, right? Where he got fucking annihilated. That's gonna happen again. Let's yeah, that's that's the power weight. Sandhagen has power. No, he doesn't. He has power, and Frankie's got more weight now, so Sandhagen's not as good. He's fine. Let's let's look at Sandhagen, right? I think everyone's a little high on him right now. You know, he he had a bunch of you know shitty wins, and he got killed by Aljo. Uh, and then everyone's like, well, he knocked out Marlon Moraes. Marlon Moraes washed. We just didn't know it. We didn't know it. I time. fucking knew it. What are you talking about? We didn't know he was this washed. No one <laughs> in the that's, that's true. Fight knew, knew he was that washed. Now he's washed. He gets knocked out Even by the fight. people that thought that Sandhagen was going to win that fight thought he was going to do it late. Yeah. They didn't think it was going to be So he's dangerous. The he's man still looked incredible yeah. doing it. We're taking away that as a good win. It's that not was a Frankie. It's not a good win anymore. Morais got knocked out by this ain't, this ain't Yair fucking Rodriguez. I know Yair is about, maybe a little bit better wrestler. Frankie, despite if you thought he won or not, I thought Frankie edged that fight. I thought Fra- Frankie did not win no. in that no. fight. He did he not. Didn't he didn't win that fight, bro. I, it was I, a close I, fight. I, it was a close fight that, that he lost. Slips. But I think it was close, yeah, that. All right. Regardless of what you think, Frankie looked good in that fight. Frankie looked Frankie in that fight. Pedro way better on the ground. You know, way I would say more power than than Sanhagen. Sanhagen no no wrestling defense, no takedown defense. You're telling me Frankie can't take this guy down for a couple rounds? Is Sanhagen have fucking? Is this Anthony Rumble Johnson? Like they're on the feet and Frankie's in fucking danger every second? Nah, this is. This is Frankie Edgar taking this guy down. I don't think Frankie's even going to attempt to box. I think he knows Sandhagen. Frankie's a smart fighter, very smart fighter. This is grappling. If you're betting on Corey Sandhagen, you're saying he's going to out-wrestle Frankie Edgar. That's all that's going to happen in this fight. This is USA wrestling. This is Frankie Edgar pushing him against the cage, taking him down, beating him up on top, and winning a decision. That's just what it is. Unless Sanhagen wants to quit. I'll have what you're having tonight, Lance. Send Unless he wants to quit. Uh, I mean, or whatever. This I, is not competitive. Plus 550. Decision. I'm saying. Frankie might choke him out. Or Sanhagen might quit from the beating he's taking. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to take that damage. This, this that's, is, that's this is pretty him. good. I want to live in the land that fucking Lance's. I mean, he had the I, same discussion last year when he fought Pedro Munoz. Same I get Lance's discussion. thinking though when you run around when your boy literally gets some of the fucking greasiest fucking twenty nine twenty eights that you've ever seen. Maybe, he you also got, took maybe the worst decision in the history of the yeah. UFC in a big fight. Yep, that yeah. Ben Henderson fight wasn't that was. Uh, that wasn't even remotely Ab- close. Absolutely, he got it back. Is his very last fight? Then he gets a dead man. He is right. a dead. He's a dead right. man. He's 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 not I, just white. He's like he's like a fucking. He's got some disorder of whiteness. He's so white. This guy's got no chance. 
I, I think you're really underselling his his ability to get back up off of the ground like uh, a whole lot. And uh, I don't think Frankie's not going right in on Sanhagen and just fucking dumping him. It's not happening. That guy's better than I'll that. I'll wrestle Corey Sanhagen. Don't don't get, don't me with a good time. Get in on that reach. Fucking ankle. Get in on that reach. That Frankie's gonna have to get in on that reach. That dude's throwing fucking a hundred strikes a fucking round. We'll we'll see. We'll I see. Fuck Corey's. That's, a, that's a lot of really long limbs to grab to get a takedown. Yeah, it's so easy to take those tall, stupid guys. I down. hope he. I hope really calf, dumb. Kicks, calf kicks the fuck out of Frankie. Yeah, yeah I do well, too. Then, I then, hope then, he then, does not a Potter style. That's what I hope happens. That's that's Saturday. cheating, and those should be just. I hope it happens. <laughs> that's what I'm pulling for. That's what I'm cheering for. Why would you're too tall, man? The air's too thin up there. Stupid leg kick's gonna affect Frankie in Jersey. Has anyone from Jersey ever been knocked from a leg kick? This dude's like. 40 years old man going down to 135 fighting like come on man. Those, what Pedro those things, those things matter those things matter you are fucking on one tonight Lance. the fucking brutal fight that the pedro muñoz fight was just last time out dude's got to make he, that weight again almost 40 yeah <laughs> you you put pedro muñoz versus Corey sanhagen tomorrow muñoz is wiping him out of there it's not competitive <laughs> God, oh, white. lost your fucking the mind. whiteness that this guy deals with. He like what is that? He's got that that disorder. What's the super white people? What is um, they're they're the alopecia people. Yeah, alopecia. That's, that's alopecia. No white alopecia. That's no hair. That's not pasty. Yeah, I know. Um, that's albino. Vitligo is what fucking Michael Jackson has when you're allergic to sunlight. That's allergic, but like the people that are like white have no pigment is albino. Oh, albino. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, by, that, that that's that's what I was thinking of. So yeah, <laughs> Frankie Edgar, well, yeah. domination. Let's Sanding go. Sanding albino, he's catching an L. Yep. That'll be the Donnie Donowitz play of the week there. But let's go to the heavyweight division now. As we have Alistair Overeem taking on Alexander Volkov. <laughs> New John. This is a tough fight. Uh, Volkov is skilled. I know some people hate on him, Lance. Uh, because of the way, because the way he fights, he he doesn't have big power. He's, he's a volume guy and at heavyweight, that's kind of annoying. Um, luckily for Overeem, I think that kind of plays into his game. He, he's probably one of the most skilled strikers in the heavyweight division ever. Uh, his downfall is when he fights a guy with big power or that can take him down and smash him. Uh, I don't think Volkov's going to do that here. Volkov is decent on the feet, though, uh, so I, I think this will be a close fight. But uh, at, like, plus 160, uh, I had to take over him for a small bet. I got 162. Uh, I think he can keep it close and, and win a decision. Yep. What's... Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with all that, but I just, man, some somebody tweeted out the other day, I think it might have been Dan Tom, uh, Reem is even these fights he's won lately. He's been hurt or dropped in literally almost every one of them. I'm not saying Volkov's got you know huge power or anything, but I mean he, he's a heavyweight. Reem is what forty something now, and I mean, dude, the the wars the guy's been in. I just I, I, I get taking a little shot on the price, I guess, but uh, I, I haven't bet anything on this fight, and even Reem at at some okay plus money, I just. I don't feel like I can bring myself to do it. I, I, I guess I think more of Volkov than a lot of people do. I, I think the guys, the guys actually got some skill for for a heavyweight. So 
I think this ends up kind of uh, turning into uh, almost a boring kickboxing match, man. Uh, Reem getting the short end of of just exchanges and Volkov just kind of moving like he usually does, throwing jabs and a whole lot of nothing. So, uh, yeah, Volkov's the pick, man. But I guess I can't uh, fault anybody taking a shot on Reem here. It's still Reem. That's some plus money. So, Brad. Yeah, this is uh, this is a actually pretty interesting fight for a, a not top five heavyweight fight. Um, I, I think what Wes is saying is true that uh, Reem can lose some rounds in this fight. Uh, he can lose just based on Volkov being more active in the striking and throwing out jabs and little kicks and, and shit like that. But Volkov's also not as mobile as he used to be. He, he did the Frank Mir thing where he packed on like a shitload of muscle and now he's kind of slower and, and can't get out of the way as much and uh, not as agile. So I think that Reem might lose a round or two in this fight, but eventually he's going to get inside. He's going to get into the clinch. He's going to rough him up in the clinch. He can probably get some takedowns on him. And, and I know everyone's impressed by uh, Volkov getting up the 13,000 times he got taken down against uh, Blades. Um, Very impressive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I don't know why, and I also think that once Reem gets you down, he's a better top position grappler than Blades is. So I, I think Reem can have a lot of success in the grappling. He can have a lot of success in the clinch. Uh, and it's just a matter of he has to not get knocked out, and oh, it so happens that he's fighting uh, a Russian with no power. So, yeah, you remember when my boy Black Beast just bell to bell knocking, just killing Volkov? <laughs> Shut up, man! Shut <laughs> just bell to bell, just beat Worst. down. Just because uh, Volkov was like, I ain't top five, and he was like, ah. I know it's like it's like once every couple months, I just wake up out of a dead sleep, and all I see is fucking. <laughs> Black Beast highlight reel of all the best <laughs> I've been against. L, L, Actually, L. I might take Black Beast might be up there with guys I've won the most money on. Tell you the truth, like I've made. He, I've made he's that, definitely yeah. one of the ones up there that I've lost the most money on. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've made some change. I'm a boy. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Volkov has shown. I know Blades is a far superior wrestler, uh, <laughs> obviously than Alistair Overeem, but. We were talking before the show, too, and I was like, it's so funny how bad heavyweight MMA is where a couple years ago, Reem was like, I'm going to be a wrestler. <laughs> and he's like a top 10 wrestler in the division now. Like, that's how bad it is. And Heavyweights, Vol- baby. Yeah. Volkov has, has no wrestling. He has no idea what he's doing. Only reason Blades kind of stopped towards the end is he, would, he was gassing out real bad. That was, that was gas. That wasn't anything, you know, Volkov did or anything like that, which is <laughs> – why Blades is in fucking trouble soon. You're going to gas out for Volkov. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that's like he, almost too easy to break down. But he's top right. five, Lance. <laughs> so, he's top five. five. Yeah, top five, yeah, baby. Guy who gasses versus, versus the beast? Uh, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I think Reem, the new Reem is a wrestler, right? Volkov has no takedown, and – Reem is – he's brutal on top. He is a mean yeah, son brutal. of a bitch on top. And, you know, Vol- Volkov's going to get hit. He's going to get hit on top, and I don't think he's going to take much. And it, Blade, he, sometimes he shows that viciousness when he's on top. But, like, in the fight, he was more control versus Volkov than brutality. He's worried about Volkov from the bottom. 
And Reem is not going to care about that. He is not, he's not, Reem is going to base up and he is going to throw fucking bombs when he gets on top. And I just have a little, little worry that Reem's not going to get the fight where he wants to. And Reem has become a very smart fighter. I know he's gotten caught and finished and some dumb stuff where, but if you look at his last, you know, five, six fights, um, outside of the Rosenstruck fight where he won almost all the fight, Reem has pretty much won almost all his rounds, all his fights. Like Reem is on quite the streak for a four-year-old guy. And he's done a great job changing his style, changing how he fights. He knows his chin isn't great. He knows he can win fights by taking guys down and beating them up. And he's gotten damn good at it. And I think he gets Volkov down early. I don't know if he finishes in the first round, but I, I kind of envision this. Reem gets him down first minute or so in the, in the fight, beats him up for a while. Volkov very sur- barely survives. Reem gets him down early second and knocks him out on the ground. And, I think that's what we're going to see here. I, I think Reem is just going to dismantle uh, Volkov on the ground. It's not going to be a very competitive fight. And it took a while, but we're there. That's the Munich play of the week, baby. Um, so easy winner here. Uh, not not a joke. Go ahead and play to Donnie too. Um, that that's going to be that's going to be an easy one uh, with with Frankie Edgar and the fan um, consensus. We're on them all. It's a party. We won. Oh, I think the last Munich, I believe, didn't we? Mm-hmm. What, what was, was that? Chandler. 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 Chandler's Chandler. list. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good one. And is next week the Beast? And you had Piesa the week before? Is My this goodness. too easy? This game is easy. It's this tape study. You should have had Lingo the, inside the week before. Yeah. It's just this this game this game's just easy. You know what, um, sometimes oh, next week's a pay per view? Are they yeah, crazy? That's, that's that's one that then fucking burns. <laughs> Man, I'd much rather pay pay the money for the beast when's that fight <laughs> that's the, that's the week it's after it's coming Man, they're giving me two seven plus two seven round five knockout got that whiteboard out top five man wait, wait the fake top five he's a jump split it between round three and round five because he, he, he might forget that it's a five-round fight. <laughs> he might do it in a accident. <laughs> if, if you didn't take Blades down a step or two after that Volkov fight, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Beast ain't going to play that game. He's not going to come out and be soft in that fourth and fifth round versus, versus Gas Blades. He's going to be big beasting. He's going to be swinging and banging in there. Woo! I, Good luck, Is sir. it going to go up or he, down? He's, I met it pro- now? he's probably eating, like, two slabs Wait. of barbecue ribs no, right now, big. as you say no, that shit. He's in, he's in shape. <laughs> say what you up. want. He might gas out in the first 20 seconds, but, you know, we're talking about minute 24. My man's fresh. I, I've, never, I've never seen anything. The guy uses the strategy. I'm just going to lay on my back here for fucking 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Then I'm going to get up and I'm going to knock the guy He's down there, man. I don't know if it was the Volkov fight or one of the fights, but one of the fights, he was literally on the ground, and it was like he just decided it was time to get up. Like a guy was in that's like all of his guard. fights. What do you mean one of his fights? Yeah, that's, that's his get no, up. No, like, well, all the fights he wins late. But there was one fight I remember specifically. It was like he had not been able to get up the whole fight, and there was like a minute left, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get up." <laughs> it's like he just like, <laughs> stood up, <laughs> like yep. like there wasn't anyone on top of him. And he floors yeah. the guy. I think it was Volkov. <laughs> yeah. Oh okay. God. I've seen that. I've seen that show a lot. It's yeah. uh, unfortunately. You know you don't want to bet on Volkov West. You can't do it. You gotta. You gotta learn. 
no, I'm, I'm not. I'm mostly thinking about how he doesn't want to. Not Volkov. Blake, yeah. you got to learn. Don't bet Blake. I, You're gonna lose. I haven't. I haven't bet Straight anything cash. on that fight. And Get I, on the train, man. I've hit some. Uh, I've hit some Black Beast fights. A couple. I've just lost so much betting against you him. Cannot those, get even. Those, I'll never. Time. I'll never Go get big even. on this. No, <laughs> don't do it. No. Swinging, mm-hmm. banging, and banging. Round five. Mm-hmm. My balls is hot, baby. Hey, he's the greatest. But great show tonight, guys. Um, appreciate you guys listening. Um, always happy to do a show. Fun card. Fun main card. Happy to be back. Sorry I couldn't make it last week, but um, any final comments? Everyone good? Yeah, I got nothing. I'm going to tune in for the main card. Fuck the rest of it. Yeah. I'll watch them all. I got, I got nothing. I got yeah. nothing. Yeah. Two hour dog walk. It's, it's going to be like fucking, um, I think, zero here, like Saturday, Sunday. So. Zero, your zero or our zero? Our zero, zero. Fahrenheit. Oh. It's gonna be like zero or wind chill at like twelve under, something like that. So here, we're not that far from me. But next week, it's supposed to be twelve one day. Was that's pretty cold for Tennessee? Twelve. It's the these fuckers. It's, it's them up there. Was listening to us is absolutely not listening anymore. It's we're, y'all's, we're talking it's, about the weather. Talking about the goddamn yeah. weather. Cold. I mean, I'm I'm forty. I'm fucking forty, man. I spend like half my day watching weather. Like I'm I'm forty. I, I worked in baseball for five years. Like I literally <laughs> just feel. I, I, one of the teams I worked for, my job was one of my jobs was when there was weather, I was assigned to be like forecast guy to communicate with the umpires. I'm all about the weather. Big weather thing. I'm, I'm, I gotta, I gotta do it. Got to. Anyway, appreciate you guys. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And this, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week to celebrate Frankie Edgar getting back into title contention. See you next week.